In this second session on verse 9 of Philippians 3, we're going to focus on the phrase, be found in him by asking, how do you get into him? We've seen the glory that is true of us in him. In him, we don't have a righteousness of our own that comes from law. In other words, this righteousness here in verse 6 that Paul had under the law, he was successful. He was blameless. He was boasting in it. He, he surpassed all of his contemporaries in this righteous law-keeping. And now he says, I don't put any confidence in these things anymore. They are, in fact, rubbish to me. Instead of having that, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from law, I have that righteousness which comes through faith in Christ, the righteousness from God, not from law-keeping, but from God. It's a gift of God, and I receive it by faith. Now, all of that is true of us in Christ. How do you get in? This word, be found, surprises me. Why didn't he say, in order that... I may gain Christ and be in him, not having a righteousness of my own. Why why did he say be found? That's just a little odd. Here's my suggestion. It seems to me that several times Paul uses the passive of find to indicate that it's surprising to be found somewhere. For example, let's, let's do Philippians 2 first. Over here in Philippians earlier, though he was in the form of God, though Christ was in the form of God, he did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself, taking the form of a servant and being born in the likeness of men and being found in human form. That's unlikely. He was in the form of God, for goodness sakes. How could he be found in human form? So be found seems to hint at, this is surprising, this is unlikely. Same thing here in Galatians 2.17. If in our endeavor to be justified by Christ or in Christ, we too were found to be sinners. How unlikely is that? No, that's very unlikely. When you try to be justified in Christ, you're not found to be sinners. But if you are, Christ is not the servant of sin. No, indeed. So I'm suggesting that he uses the phrase in order that we may gain Christ and be found in him because being found in him, not having a righteousness of my own, but the righteousness of God is very unlikely for one like this who was so successful in his own righteousness. Why not stand on that? No, no, no. I want to be surprisingly found to be in him. Now back to our question. How do you get in him? And what's, let's go to make this a little more focused. It, the key is found in the phrase, um, in order that. I count everything as loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. 
So I experience Christ as so valuable, everything is lost by comparison. For his sake, I have suffered the loss of all things. I count them as rubbish. Christ is so valuable. Now, I do that. The the negative work of counting them as rubbish and the positive experience of of Christ being your treasure, your, your, your highest treasure, those two things, Christ has become my highest treasure, I count everything as loss, and I, I experience and I do those in order that two things. One, I may gain Christ. Two, be found in Him. So in Paul's mind, this experience of having his world turned upside down so that Christ is no longer worth killing, but his highest treasure, that absolute revolution of his heart where everything now is rubbish that was once treasure and everything that was once worth killing is now his treasure. That experience is in order that he may be in Christ. So I would argue you get into Christ. You become un- You go into union with him when this happens to you. And here is the interesting thing. He calls it faith because he goes on, be found in him and in him I don't have my own righteousness. I have a righteousness that comes through faith. Well, did it come through experiencing Christ as your supreme value and seeing everything else as rubbish in order that you might be found in him? Or did it come through faith? Did it depend on faith or did it depend on experiencing Christ as your surpassing treasure? Can you see where I'm going? I think in Paul's language, faith equals is the experience of Christ as our, let's use the word, surpassing worth or value. or treasure. So much so that all else is rubbish by comparison. I think faith here and here is defined by this experience, this action. And he not only does it once, whatever gain I had, I counted. That's past, a decisive experience. I counted as loss for the sake of Christ. And I go on counting everything as loss for the sake of Christ. Christ. For his sake, I have suffered the loss of all things, and I go on counting them as rubbish because the faith 
which brings us into union with Christ is the pathway into union with Christ is a persevering faith. It's not just a flash in the pan faith. Let me show you this one other place. Second Corinthians four, four in their case, the God of this world, that Satan has blinded the minds of unbelievers. What can't unbelievers see? He keeps them from seeing the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ. The bright, beautiful, light, spiritual, illumining in the heart of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. Or verse 6, how does that blindness get removed so this happens? God who said, let light shine out of darkness, has shown, that's how it happens, This blindness goes away when God has shown in our hearts to give this light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Christ. This is seeing this surpassing worth in Philippians 3. When your eyes are open to see Christ as your surpassing worth so that everything you once boasted in is now rubbish and the one you tried to kill is now your highest treasure, what has happened to you? This has happened to you. The God who said, let light shine out of darkness, has shown in your heart to give the light of the glory of God in the face of Christ. And here's what it's called. We have this treasure in jars of clay. That's the connection I see here. This surpassing worth, this treasure, is the sight of Christ as supremely valuable. When When you are given the experience of seeing the light of the glory of Christ as your surpassing worth, and it is so bright, beautiful, and satisfying that everything else is counted as rubbish, you have experienced faith, and you now are in Christ Jesus. Lord, I pray that that experience of eye-opening embrace of the supreme value of Christ, Christ as our supreme value, would be given to us.